Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's time. For Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All righty, that's one down, three to go for the Warriors to get back to the NBA Finals for the fifth consecutive year. They take care of the Portland Trailblazers tonight, 116-94, a 22-point margin of victory. Uh, It was only a six-point game headed into the fourth quarter. But then again, it wasn't a game where you ever really felt like the Warriors uh, were threatened. And it's pretty simple when I look at the game tonight, Guru. Uh, If if the Portland Trailblazers, uh, if that's the way they played tonight and it has nothing to do uh, with the fact that they had a Game 7 on Sunday, an emotional Game 7 on the road, uh, then, then they're in a lot of trouble. Um, I'm going to give them a mulligan tonight. I'm going to give them. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for playing a seven-game series coming from Denver. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty disappointing effort by the Portland Trailblazers tonight, and it it didn't even seem to me as though they pushed the Warriors uh, in any way tonight. The Warriors played a game tonight that felt like it could have been played on January. 23rd and if 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 this game and these games in this series feels like regular season games then I actually think the Portland Trailblazers are in a lot of trouble yeah and I you might have thought I was fat mouthing earlier today but this game played out just how I thought I was going to play out Steiny and there's nobody to blame on Portland, but you're just outmanned. And I know you had mentioned it, the Blazers are different. They they might, you know, have a little more toughness. But, damn it, when you got to go up against Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, then you turn the corner and there's Kevon Looney, uh, Livingston, Jordan Bell. I mean, Steve Kerr emptied the clip tonight. You know, it was strength in numbers again. And Steiny, they did. I got to give the Blazers credit. Get it to within six, but it was at six to where, and maybe it was the Houston series where I was on the edge of my seat. But I never really felt like they had enough to, uh, you know, make that push. But I'm gonna tell you this: what offense was Portland running to where the Warriors were doubling Dame and CJ, and that just seemed. 21 turnovers from the Blazers to play in the Warriors' hands, and I don't know what can change by Thursday, Steiny. Well, one thing that can change is the Portland energy level. Uh, One thing that usually changes is games are different, game one to two, and the Blazers better hope uh, that it is different. 888-957-9570 is the number. This is the Warriors wrap-up show presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Once again, the Warriors win tonight 116-94. They take a 1-0 lead against the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, a lot of solid efforts for Golden State. Steph Curry, uh, terrific tonight. He finishes with 36 points. He had uh, 12 for 23 from the floor. Also, 
uh, nine nine three pointers, which uh, career high in career, the playoffs. Yeah, career high in the playoffs for Steph Curry. And you look at how uncomfortable the Rockets made the Warriors right. uh, in the previous call. series, and uh, you know they didn't. Portland didn't really do anything like that. It looked like the Warriors were just extremely comfortable out there uh, tonight. Do you? And I asked you this earlier. Do you believe after watching this game that Port Portland has guy guys to throw at Clay Thompson to make them, you know, uncomfortable? Because to me, after the Rockets were honed in on him, it almost felt like Clay was in the gym by himself. Like, oh wow, this is a breath of fresh air. I don't know if Portland has the guys to throw at him, Stoney to throw him off. Yeah. Steph Curry included. Yeah. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Uh, is the number. Let's go out to uh, Charlie. What's going on, Charlie? How's it going? Hey, evening, fellas. How are you guys doing? Um, just a couple of quick observations uh, about the game. It's a, it, it was shockingly apparent how bad Portland's defense was compared to what the war. I mean, Curry must have thought he was playing in a playground with all that spacing that he was getting. Um, and like you said, Matt, it was uh, Portland. Uh, I mean, the Warriors should have. They seemed like they could have won by forty. <laughs> uh, but but there was a, a, a lack of intensity, and maybe it was the coming down off of Game Seven for Portland. Uh, but at no point in the game, even when they cut the lead to six, did I think the Warriors would lose. I thought this was, like you said, a regular season game, and there was no, uh, there was no, uh, you know, no intensity on Portland's part, and and. And as bad as Portland's defense was, the Warriors' defense was phenomenal. So, I mean, just keep winning these games and, and let Durant rest up. Keep, uh, yeah. Keep, and, and it was nice to see Damian Jones get on the court. Anyway, guys, thanks. Yeah. I'll talk to you yeah, guys. Yeah, Damian Jones played for the first time since the, uh, December, played a uh, minute and 12 minutes. That shocked me. Uh, wow. Now, why? Now, he, you knew he was going to come back. But I didn't know it was going to be this soon. And I didn't know what it would look like. And when he checked in, Tim Jordan, I said, "That's another big able body." And I know you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go drive you crazy, Stoney, that they can use in the next round of the NBA Finals. So that's where my mind went. But good, happy for uh, Damian. Yeah, the one thing uh, that I'm talking about when the one way to me it looked like a regular season game uh, is you had the Warriors bench that could almost barely function against the Houston Rockets. <laughs> And they're just out there looking comfortable. Quinn Cook is having no resistance. Uh, Jarebko's playing like it's early in the season. Um, wow, 36 points combined. You know, obviously, Jordan Bell even uh, chipping in tonight. So uh, this was really um, – this was a game in which I, I just – I'm not really sure uh, what was going on with Portland. Again, I'm going to assume that they're coming off an emotional series and they're and they really weren't uh, at their best. But I, I'm shocked if this is the way the series is going to go. I really am because uh, th there's no way that kind of effort is going to be able to get it done. And they shot the 25 percent from deep, Stoney. That ain't going to beat the Warriors, Let and that could be tired legs. Let's go to uh, Matt, and when we go out to the phones, let me tell you who it's brought to you by. It's brought to you by Audi Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. What's up, Matt? How you doing? How you doing today? Doing well. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, good game by Curry. Uh, 
all around the team. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it really felt like the uh, the Trailblazers really handed this game to them, you know. Uh, I thought that was a mediocre performance by, uh, you know, Lillard, McCollum, and just, just all around. I think that uh, game two needs to be a lot different for them if they uh, want to make this a competitive series. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it has to be. Look, Damian Lillard's from Oakland. We love him. He stunk tonight. Okay, he was terrible. Uh, four for 12 from the floor. I mean, it's almost like you'd rather see him go six for 25. Uh, four for 12, he was he was taken out of everything he wanted to do. He turned the ball over uh, seven times. McCollum was not much better. Uh, he was seven for 19. If If – I mean, look, Steph Curry throws in 36, Clay throws in 26, and McCollum and Lillard are not very good. Uh, what do you expect is going to happen? I'm exactly what happened tonight. Let's go to Julie in Los Gatos. What's up, Julie? Hey, Steiny. It was uh, 10 to 12 today. You were a little bit negative Nelly on our bench. How are you feeling tonight? Uh, the bench, what a, uh, did, 36 how, points. how were they tonight? Were they good? <laughs> I didn't even notice. I was too busy concentrating on how bad the Blazers were tonight. Hey, you were negative Nelly today. Had a hard time listening to you. Be positive on our bench. We're rocking it. Bench stinks, Julie. Thanks for the call. Hey, Julie. Drop of the hat, Matt. What's <laughs> going on, drop of the hat, Matt? I just want to echo what uh, Julie said. But... Uh-oh, here we go. Everybody going to come <laughs> down my road now because Jarebko made a bucket. Lock the doors. <laughs> go ahead. Have you... Take shots at me. The Warriors are playing. You know, they, they don't have to, like, play in four to out Durant play. And especially with Steph Curry, he's playing like MVP, man. I thought Durant said that's great. If he's not, Warriors fans should be happy because it's just, it's war, the Warriors could build on their bench and they could be excited to watch next year. Thanks, Dr- uh, not not a great uh, Not a great line of the hat, Matt. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that that was the problem. That game, that game felt – there was not a lot of intensity. Uh, I didn't think from Portland. I uh, thought the Warriors came out, just handled business, took care of things, and uh, bench came in, got to play with a lead. Always a lot easier to play with a lead when you're a bench uh, unit, and that's exactly what happened tonight. Uh, but I, I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm not looking at the bench saying they were fantastic. That's great. Yeah. No, it's all offense. But defensively, I thought they they held their own, Stani and. That's what. Well, they shot thirty-six percent Portland tonight, and so you they believe didn't score that was, off anybody. I right. mean, they, they they couldn't make a basket off anybody. Do you tonight. believe that was due to? I I do. Some of that was the tenacious defense by the Warriors as a whole. Yeah, there are the the because the I was going to tell you this. Were, I mean, the bottom line is is that Clay Thompson and and Curry and Iguodala shut down yeah. the uh, the Portland backcourt. See, that's what that's where I want to stop at. Do you think? You get we talk about Clay Thompson, rightfully so. Iggy, defensive, you know, and Draymond. But Steiny, give me another team that plays better team defense. And I think that gets lost in translation a lot when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, what's wrong with Chris Paul and James Harden? This Warrior team collectively plays better team defense. Give me another team. I mean, they're up there and, and that has a lot to do with their success and I think it gets overlooked with, you know, the Splash Brothers and everybody else. Let's go to Mike in Fremont. What's up, Mike? Hey, hey, Steiny, you really got me laughing with that. Everyone's going to come down my road because Jarebko made a bucket. I actually yeah. on that one. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think we all love how Steph Curry played, but I saw something tonight that I haven't seen in a while, it feels like, where once Steph gets the ball remotely open, 
the defense just kind of drops their hands and cocks their head to the side and just like, well, there goes three. And it, it's not to pile on to the Blazers' defense as much as Steph is really showing everybody, hey, I'm still here. I've been here all along. I mean, look, he, he loves playing against the Portland Trailblazers. And Holy why shit. wouldn't he like to play against the Portland Trailblazers? Their backcourt is small. And if Steph Curry and Klay Thompson uh, play at their best and C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard play at their best, the Warriors' backcourt is going to be better because Klay Thompson's by far the best defender of all those four players. And so chances are Klay Thompson – even when McCollum and Lillard are playing well, is going to be effective against them defensively. So the the Blazers have to figure out a way to slow down uh, the Warriors, especially, I mean, the Warriors' backcourt particularly. I mean, what they give up tonight? 35, 36, 70, 62 points. Ooh, splash 62 points. 888-957-9570 is the number. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Golden State 116, Portland 94. They take a 1-0 lead in the best of seven Western Conference final. Steph Curry paves the way tonight. 36 points. He was 12 for 23 from the floor. 9 for 15 from three-point range. He also had seven assists and six rebounds. And the Warriors win this one. Going away, they outscored Portland 39-23 in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was a six-point game headed into the fourth quarter, but the mm. Warriors put things away uh, in the final 12 minutes. 888-957-9570. Uh, let's head to Joe in San Rafael. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm quite in agreement with you. Blazers stunk. The bench, I mean, it's hard for me to say they stunk, but I, I agree with you. The question no, no, no. The Warriors, no, the Warriors bench was fine tonight. They were very good. But I, the question I had for you was, um, how important do you think the Warriors bench is going to be then going forward, not just in this series, but possibly the finals, considering the physical edge it gives the Warriors, and also what it does mentally to your opponent, because you're 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 emptying the clip at them. You're not just giving them a bunch of minutes to a few guys. Well, I want like I, th- I think that's a good question because you know when when they're when you're playing the Houston Rockets, the Rockets are playing eight guys, and they think all eight guys are are legit. And so when the Warriors try to go to their bench, which isn't as good, they're just they're just they weren't effective against Houston. They can't play against Houston because as well because Houston's a better defensive team. Well, and Houston doesn't they they they're bench players who come in are legitimate productive players uh the Warriors tonight their bench got to play a lot against the second unit of the Portland probably because uh the Blazers coming off a seven game series but no the bench for the Warriors tonight outplayed the bench of the Portland Trail Blazers and again the if that's going to happen uh that's going to be a problem because the Warriors, their bench needs to be outplayed if you're going to beat them, quite frankly. And it's a weakness of the team. It's a huge weakness of the team. 
Not just because I say it, because playing. because Jerry West, you know, not I said it, Jerry West said it. So if if the bench is going to be able to get comfortable, uh, then you have no chance. Then you are in a lot of trouble if you're the Warriors' opponent. Uh, let's go to Ali in Hayward. What's up, Ali? <coughs> Hello. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you, man? First off, we want to say thank you guys for all of us that don't have cable, man, so we can use our line while watching these games, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, secondly, about, about uh, Durant, right? After Durant went down on game five, it's like, but we know the Warriors are going to become what they are, you see what I mean? And it comes to like what you, see, you were talking about, team defense. You see, when Durant is on the floor, the other teams pretty much can keep playing on Clay and on uh, Steph by defending yep. them and having a man run around with you see? And they were able to just like, because Durant going to do what he's going to do, what he's going to do. He's Durant. You see? Now yeah. what we have is the real boys where they're not, uh, with uh, Clay and uh, Steph being out there, everybody else becomes a, a weapon. You see? Right. Uh, that's what's got... going on. And, of course, the, like hey, said, hey, Ali, Ali, one thing, though. We... The real Warriors without Durant? What if Kevin Durant's listening right now? Come on, Ali. He's gone. Durant, he can't. He can't argue history. And it wasn't a see. You take everything. Durant's as a not slight. a real warrior. No, he's, he's a. a real de- war- he's totally a real warrior. Well, he but, just said the it was the well, real warrior tonight. I'm just without trying to Durant. break down what that real meant. They're all real warriors. What what he meant was, uh, you know, before Kevin Durant arrived. And there was a style of play that, you know, the fans were accustomed to. And you're seeing more of that. Let's go to, well, uh, let's hear from Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Uh, I mean, well, obviously, they're, you know, they are the focal point of our defensive game plan. Um, you know, and I think we just, we did a really good job of, of sticking to that game plan. Uh, you know, you can play that same defense and they can really get it going. So we got to make sure we're locked in on the details uh, moving forward and understanding that. You know, Dame isn't going to have the game he had the rest of the series, and neither is CJ. But we got to do whatever we can as a team to try to continue to force them to have those type of games. But overall, I thought our defense was really locked in. Uh, we had a few few mistakes that we can kind of fix. Um, and also, I think we can rebound the ball a little bit better. But, you know, you're going to give up some of that when you're playing uh, them the way we're playing them. Uh, but we can still clean it up and Second add a row, more right hand attention side. to that. Second row, right-hand side. Anthony Sutter with The Athletic. Uh, Steph didn't hit more than four threes in any of the Rockets games. He hits nine tonight. How much of that do you think was the way they defended him? I mean, their bigs were obviously way back. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's when you're guarding like that, obviously uh, you're going to get cleaner looks. Um, you know, the Rockets were switching everything, so it was, Steph got downhill quite a bit. Um, you know, but... It's good to see have Steph have a game like that, you know, in a time that obviously we needed most. Uh, it was really big for us, and I expect him to continue to play that way. Second row, left-hand side. Hey, Draymond, Mindy Bach, ABC 7 Sports. We saw the bench come up big in game six against Houston. Steve said this series really bodes well to play a lot more reserves, but how did you see that game kind of bleed over into this one because he got big games from Jordan Bell, Jonas Derebko tonight as well? Uh, I think, you know, uh, Steve Steve told us, you know, a couple of days ago or yesterday, um, everybody be ready because this is a series that everyone could possibly play in. And, you know, those guys, you know, we've said it over and over again. They're professionals. They stay locked in. Uh, you know, every day I've walked into the gym, 
Jonas is in there shooting, you know, waiting for his opportunity. And he's played big for us these last two games, and we'll continue. We'll need him to continue doing that moving forward. But um, you know, it was great effort by everybody who came off the bench. JB was huge. Uh, Jonas, like I said, was huge. Quinn gave us great minutes. Um, you know, Sean gave us great minutes. So everybody, who, Looney, everybody who stepped out there was ready to go. And you know, the series is going to get tougher and tougher. Um, contrary to what probably everything. Every headline will say tomorrow, we know how tough it'll be. So we need those guys to stay locked in and continue to give us what they've been giving us these last two games. I also think that game six helped confidence-wise as well. You're talking, you know, guys who hadn't really played uh, the entire playoffs. So to have that game six that they had against Houston, I think it boded well for us tonight. Third row, right-hand side. Draymond, Nick Friedel, ESPN. You guys know as well as anybody, it doesn't take much to get Steph rolling. But you just mentioned game six. How much of what happened in the second half for him you think carried over into the way he produced tonight? Uh, I think it had a huge impact. Uh, you know, just as a, you know, as as a player, you want to keep that rolling. You try to feed off the momentum for the last game and, and carry it over. And he, you know, he came out from the gate aggressive, and you know, also understanding that Kevin is out and our offense is going to be even. You know, he's going to be even more important in our offense. And he came out with that mindset, and, um, you know, he got it rolling from the gate. All righty, that's Draymond Green. Draymond Green talking about uh, aspects of this one, a 116-94 uh, win by the Warriors over the Blazers. Let's head out to uh, Adele on, on uh, 880. What's up, Adele? Hey, boys, I wanted to run a stat by you. I, Give it to me. I saw this correctly, seven uncontested threes for Steph. Uh, it was a great game one for him and the rest of the boys. If you're in the coaching chair for Portland, they, they their bigs were playing backs, you know, Cantor and the, the rest of the bunch. How do you stop steps threes for game two? Because you got to assume they got to change some of their schemes up. Uh, I'll take my answer off nine. Thank you, guys. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a small backcourt, and they've got bigs who aren't that mobile and Cantor. Um, you know, Zach Collins can move a little bit better than Cantor, but they he's not as stuck, physical. Donnie. What's that? They sound stuck, like they're they, they are who they are. You know what I mean? The the, the lack of length is is a problem with Dame and uh, CJ. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. When we come back, we'll be joined by John Dickinson. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Starrell, the Guru Johnson with you from Oracle Arena. Warriors take game one, 116 to 94. We're joined by John Dickinson, 95.7 The Game uh, reporter. J.D., uh, just uh, g- give me your thoughts about this one, and I, g- I got to believe they're, they're somewhat similar to what uh, Guru and I thought about tonight's ball game felt like a regular season game that the Warriors and Blazers have played in this building oh I don't know 10 or 15 times in the last five or six years where you know Stephen Curry is playing at a very high level and the Warriors are able to just put far more defensive pressure on the Blazers to take them out of their game than the Blazers are ever really able to do uh, against the Warriors, so you add it all up, and if Stephen Curry is going to make more three-pointers than the entire Blazers team, which happened tonight, the Blazers are going to be in big trouble, and this is going to be a great series for the Warriors. If the Warriors are going to win 
the beginning of the second and the beginning of the fourth quarters, as they did tonight, if you count one sub for Andre Iguodala came in for Sean Livingston in the early part of the second quarter. Uh, but otherwise, it was it was Quinn Cook, and it was Clay Thompson, and it was Livingston. A couple of minutes, Iguodala mixed in there with Jordan Bell and Jonas Jerebko at the beginning of each the second and the fourth quarters. And in the fourth quarter, the Warriors doubled their six-point lead. It got pushed up to 12. And if that's going to happen, then this is going to be uh, a pretty short series in, in favor of the Warriors, which obviously they would gladly take. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of overreactions in the next 48 hours or so uh, as to this series maybe already being over. I, I don't necessarily want to go quite that far, but the reality is if the Warriors are going to play at this level, I don't see how this series goes beyond five games. Steiny cited the Blazers' effort. You know, he felt like it was a regular season game, as he mentioned do, how much of do you, how much of that do you think is residue from the game seven Sunday that the Blazers had to come back seventeen from? And if that you think that's the case, is that a good enough excuse not to be ready? Or are the Warriors just you know far? Yeah, I mean this isn't about excuses or this or that or or you know this isn't about associating some kind of blame for for what are the I think I think it impact. I mean Steve Kerr thought that it impacted the Blazers tonight, mm. uh, and and obviously he's. You know, trying to lay it up a little bit there, I think, and give them more credit. Terry Stott said it probably was a little bit of a factor, but nothing you can do about it. You can go play. He actually thought the game was manageable uh, going to the fourth quarter, even though they, the Blazers hadn't really been able to muster anything offensively. Uh, so, you know, we'll just have to see moving forward, uh, you know, what happens. But, yeah, I mean, acceptable, not acceptable. I mean, this is game one of the Western Conference Finals. I mean, again, that's, that's, that's the kind of – talking head question that really I mean this series is a lot deeper than that I'm just trying to think what the the trailblazers come out with on on Thursday if if uh you know do they look at this game and I mean do you even try to gauge whether you need to make an adjustment uh in in Thursday's game and I know you're gonna say well they got to defend Curry differently well do they or they do they do they just have to defend harder and play harder and uh, make the Warriors work. You know, to me, the game tonight was so kind of such an anomaly in terms of the intensity we've been seeing in playoff games. Uh, Every game of the Houston series, J.D., to me, uh, had a lot of intensity. Uh, Even a lot of the games in the Clippers series had intensity, particularly as the series went on. This game, to me, didn't resemble anything like the first two uh, series. And I'm wondering if the Blazers can somehow capture that. And that's why I'm willing to kind of give them a mulligan coming off Sunday's game. But they've got to figure out a way uh, to to make things a little more difficult on the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, look, Curry got whatever he wanted. You know, Damian Lillard said, you know, that basically he was shooting practice shots out there tonight and that other players on the Warriors were shooting practice shots out there tonight. And then the flip side of that, you know, Damian Lillard said that he couldn't even get an attempt up sometimes, even if he was trying to force a shot. He winds up with, what, 12 shots tonight based on the way that the Warriors had defended him uh, in this ball game. So, look, I mean, it's the Warriors were locked in on that side of the ball, and they did a – they did a number on McCollum, and they did a number on Damian Lillard. And, you know, look, if the Warriors are playing that way, uh, 
I'm not sure the Blazers can can win more than one game in this series, as I as I said a, a few minutes ago. They got outscored 72 to 36. The Splash Brothers 72, and Dame and CJ uh, 36. And at the end of the day, JD, I know we can look at this series up and down and all. You know, it's chess, not checkers. But if that's going to continue to happen, the Blazers have no chance. And I want to say this. Uh, Damian Lillard is the leader of the Blazers. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's 2-15 and 15 all time in this building. Can it be as simple as something he just doesn't get off or play well in this building? But 2-15, and 15, that's got to improve if they got any chance to get back in this. Because you're going to have to win a game here either Thursday, you go to Portland tied up, you got to come back. You know, at what point do we say this is a house of horrors for him back at home in Oakland? I mean, I think you already say it, but who I mean, cares? I would, but, but I always look at it like, has the Portland Trailblazers ever come in here with a better team than the Warriors? I mean, no, they haven't. They're not as good as the Warriors, so they're not going to win here very often. And they got to figure out a way to win one game here. And but then, then they got to win every game at Portland. So they got they got uh, they got their work cut out for them. But JD. who cares? The Blazers care. If your star is not getting off, you're done. So you say, who cares? The Blazers care because he's their best player. Well, it's a house of and- horrors. But my, my point is, okay, who cares if it's a house of horrors? I mean, it, it, it can, it, a lot of, every team has that place or that building or players have places where they don't play well. I mean, it's, it's professional sports. And it's two games in a row for Dame that he's been not Dame-like because, you know, he had some shots against Denver. I'm just throwing that out there. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't this typical type of game. I mean, the the, the bottom line is, and to Steiny's point, I mean, the the Warriors have been the better team in in each of the years since Lillard has been in the NBA and, and making the playoffs. You know, with Mark Jackson a couple of years and then getting into this championship level that they've played at uh, for the last four now five years. So, you know, to that point, I mean, the Warriors are in a spot where if they're playing at a certain level. It almost doesn't matter what the Blazers do. That's kind of my point. And the Blazers didn't play well tonight, and Lillard's had some big games here and lost. He's had some bad games here and lost. Uh, he had a game winner his last time here in December, and that was a game where the Warriors kind of fell apart late. It actually was kind of a similar game to tonight, to be perfectly honest, only the Warriors just kind of fell asleep late, and the Blazers had a little bit of a run uh, when it was, I want to say, maybe an 8- or a 10-point game. And Portland kind of stole that game uh, in, in late December. But the reality is the Warriors don't allow you to steal games like that against them in May. They might do it now occasionally in December or January or February. What uh, what do the Warriors have for tomorrow in terms of uh, practice? And uh, yeah, what about film, Portland? Film session, practice session, uh, tomorrow, light, uh, media availability around 1145. The, the Blazers – are going to meet in San Francisco, and, and they'll they'll get with everybody around uh, 1.30 or so. Real quick, uh, Damian Jones, was that a little bit surprising that he was yeah. uh, available tonight? Yeah, I think it surprised Steve Kerr, who I think going into the day didn't think he'd be available, and then said that the – he said that the uh, trainers came to him and, and said he was available, you know, right, you know, tonight after everybody was assembled at the arena. That was a, that was a feel-good moment for yeah, him. Yeah, it was. I don't think he's going to play a lot in this series, but – it was a good moment. All righty, that's going to do it. Uh, game one in the books. Warriors 116, Trailblazers 94. Uh, Warriors use a big fourth quarter to put this game away. And uh, game two is Thursday. Butcher Boy and 
Ryan Covey. Butcher Boy and Covey are going to take you to midnight. So 888-957-9570. Don't go away. Give them your call. Warriors 116, Blazers 94. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.